Welcome to 52 Weeks in the Word. I'm your host, Trillian Newbell, and today I'm excited to have on the show Lauren Chandler. Lauren is a worship leader at the Village Church in Flower Mound, Texas, where her husband, Matt, is the lead teaching pastor. She is also an author, but today we are going to be talking about something all of us will experience at some point in our lives. That is suffering. Your family knows and understands suffering, Lauren. And I'd love for you to share as much as you feel comfortable about your own experience with suffering. But here's my question. How has the word or is the word a gift to us in suffering? Yeah, that's really good. Um, Yes, our family has um, known a particular kind of suffering. I mean, you know, suffering comes in all shapes and forms, but I would say the most uh, dramatic one that we've experienced was um, almost 13 years ago. My husband, Matt, had a grand mal seizure uh, on Thanksgiving Day in front of our three kids who were at the time six, four, and six months. And um, that, that seizure actually revealed a brain tumor um, that was, I think, the size of a golf ball. And it was a malignant brain tumor. He had it uh, resected a few weeks after it was discovered. Um, and he was basically given two to three years to live. And so here I was. Uh, with a six, four, and six-month-old, and um, and with the the man that I'd been married to at that point, gosh, um, ten. We'd been married ten years, but we'd been together for I think uh, twelve. And uh, he was my rock. I mean, he was. Um, he's he's a lot. I always tell him he's a lot older than I am. <laughs> he's he's about five to six years older than I am, and. Um, I, I remind him all the time. Um, and so, um, you know, we get this prognosis, this diagnosis of a, a malignant brain tumor, the prognosis that's pretty grim, two to three years of life. And then those two to three years are halfway full of chemo and radiation. And so, um, you know, that was a really difficult time and probably a, an even a more specific time within that suffering for me personally, because Matt has his own story. You know, when a couple goes through something like that, you know, there's only so much you can share because you, you do have a different perspective and how the suffering affects you is just differently, you know? Um, But there was a moment for me when I knew his, I knew his diagnosis and prognosis before he did. And the doctor just kind of asked me to, hey, we want him to like really get back to health. And um, for the most part, when when he came out of surgery, he was uh, for the most part himself, but he definitely had a flat affect where he didn't show much emotion. If you know Matt, he is just one of the most expressive human beings ever. That was unsettling, you know, but um, a lot of things work, but but he needed some recovery time and not really have to think about, oh gosh, I've got cancer to fight after this because he didn't know. And so it was a really hard time where before he would have been the guy, he would have been the person I went to to say, oh my gosh, how, how do I do this? How do I, I carry this? And so it was a real kindness of the Lord to give me a moment where I couldn't even go to math. Um, and where I had to lean solely on the Lord and his word. And so 
I mean, I was in, I, I was in the word, but more than I was like studying it, it was honestly, um, taking God up on his promise that I'd already known and read before. Um, and so I think that's why it's important to be in the word before the moment of, of tragedy or suffering hits. Um, but of course, even in the midst of it, I was going to the Bible and I was looking at the promises in particular in Psalms. Psalms were, the Psalms are very, um, comforting and gave me words to express my frustration with God in a way that was still honoring of him. Um, but also cry, gave me words to cry out to him, gave me reminders that he, he has me and he has Matt. Um, Isaiah was another book, um, you know, where uh, I think it's, uh, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. I mean, just all these scriptures of just reminding me of he's got me, he's got Matt, he's got our kids. Um, Lord, I believe, help me keep believing this. And, um, and, and so I think it's important in the moment to go to God's word because you're going to find comfort. You're going to find words of, of people that have gone before us who have wrestled with God, but have still believed him. Um, and then why it's important to, to be in the word now, because you know, his character, no matter what happens, because we aren't the first ones to go through hard things. <laughs> you know, uh, there's a lot of people before us who have gone through hard, hard things, who love God and who have, um, experience the power of God, but still go through hard things and still have moments of doubt and have to be reminded through his word. And I would say through his people, um, to, to keep believing. That's so, so good. I, I recently was telling another guest on the podcast, um, that I, I've had four miscarriages and I couldn't, after the second one, I, I couldn't read my Bible. I, or I struggled to because I was just really sad. And, but the Lord in his kindness did what it sounds like similar to you. He <laughs> brought promises and all sorts of scriptures to my mind and my heart, and it comforted me. And so I, I just remember that, okay, he, he draws near to the brokenhearted. I remember, okay, I can draw, he's drawing near to me. And I, I just remember all of these different things that I, I would cling to as reminders. And, and so it's, it's, and also the Psalms, they are so rich, so helpful to give language. And I love what you said, that it would give language to ask God the hard questions, but still honor him. <laughs> I mean, ask him, Lord, why? Why, Lord? But I'm still going to honor you, and I trust you. But I, I, are you? Where, where are you, Lord? And and um, I think that's that's absolutely right. And it, it gives people permission. And and I think sometimes it's interesting. And and I want to ask you if you've experienced this, but. I sometimes wonder if we're harder on ourselves than God is. <laughs> if we read his word, I think we'd see a lot more mercy. What do you think about that? I absolutely agree. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about your miscarriages. And I've experienced uh, two before my, I had my last child. And, um, and so I understand that, that pain, you know, and, and, and there are just times when you're in the midst of suffering that, I just appreciate that you said, Trillia, that you just couldn't bring yourself to like 
read God's word, I have been there, you know, where I'm just like, I know the Lord is good. He's with me. But man, I just, like you said, I think, do do we really believe that it is um, faith that pleases him, that it is grace that gives us favor before him? Or do we believe we've got to check some boxes? Because I think when you're in that moment of, of suffering and, and you're like, man, I just, I don't feel it. And God, I, I just don't, I don't feel it. That are we going to trust him that he loves us even in that moment? And I wouldn't say, you know, don't read the Bible anymore <laughs> at all, but just, but when we have grace on ourselves that gosh, it's not about me checking boxes to read God's word and pray and do all the right things so that he loves me. Or is it, I believe he loves me, even if I'm just struggling to like open up my Bible, you know, and I know, and I have faith that I I will, but right now, Lord, remind me by the Holy Spirit that is in me of your truths, even in this weak moment. And the fact that you love me, that you saved me before I could do anything. You saved me while I was your enemy. Um, and do I, do I still believe it's based on that alone and not any merit um, of my own? That's really good. And what we do after every episode is I pray. I pray for um, people. But, you know, I'm going to ask you to pray, if you will, Lauren, because I want you to pray for something very specifically. I imagine that there are people right now who are listening who have just received either a diagnosis or a prognosis, and they're, they're suffering, they're struggling. Would you pray for their heart? Pray for whatever it is you think um, they would need to hear at this moment. Oh, Father, you are so good and you're so kind, and you're so loving. I just bring before you my brother or sister who has received a diagnosis or prognosis that has just really kicked them in the gut. And um, they feel a little bit um, just disoriented. And um, I, I thank you that this is not disorienting to you, that you knew before they would hear the words come out of that that doctor's mouth, um, and that you were there with them. Um, Lord, I thank you uh, that you are with your children and you care, and that you aren't this God who is far away waiting for us to just trust you enough, but you are a God who comes in close. I pray that you would remind um, that child right now that you are uh, Emmanuel, God who is with us, the God who draws near to his people. And Lord, I pray that you would um, comfort them right now, that you would bring um, scripture to mind that they've meditated on. Lord, I pray that you would just, maybe there's people in their lives that are just praying for them and, and you put something on their heart to share with them that would encourage them, that would give them the word that sustains the weary. Lord, I pray more than anything, they would be convinced by your love, that you love them, that nothing is wasted that you have them, and that there is room for weak moments. Because when we are weak, then you are strong. And so, Lord, just remind them that um, they don't have to muster anything up, um, that you are strong enough to carry and to keep them. And would you give them the strength that they need 
um, to walk through this faithfully and when they feel weak that they will fall into your arms and not feel shame for feeling weak. May they feel invited into your presence instead. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lauren, for comforting us with the comfort that you've received from Christ. It has been a delight to speak with you. 